If you want to grow your business without ads, listen to today's Preschool All-Stars story. Rita Farina is in her third year of owning her preschool center. The first year, she had 48 students. And now in this follow-up episode, she is at 95 students and didn't have to put out any ads this year. Rita gives some tips on important things to focus on when running a preschool to get enrollment up and keep parents and students happy. Listen in to discover how you can grow your preschool without ads too. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm going to share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Preschool All-Stars Podcast. I'm Bethany Johnson, and I am rejoined today for a follow-up episode with Rita Farina. How are you doing today, Rita? I am well. How are you? I am awesome, and I'm super excited to hear what's going on with you. The last time we spoke was about 10 months ago. Let's do a quick recap for everyone. Where were you at 10 months ago? Oh, gosh. Where was I 10 months ago? What was 10 months ago? January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, let's see. January, we were in the middle of our school year. So that was my second school year okay. um, post-COVID. We survived mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in person. And let's see, we we were pretty full back then as well. So it's it's been a blessing. Um, and then since then, we were able to finish off our school year with our big graduation as we had hoped to do our very first school year, but didn't get to how to do that yeah. So we, we were able to um, squeeze in a couple of field trips finally at the end of the year. So we had fun with that. And uh, we went to uh, Licon Dairy here locally. And the kids were able to be with their families and feed the animals and do all that fun stuff. And then we had our big graduation, uh, which was a pretty raging success, I would say. <gasps> oh, church. And uh, it was a little tight. But I, it, it went great. We, I hired somebody off of Facebook that went in. We had our Candyland theme. Ooh. They did amazing decorations. And the parents, they were just, they just loved it. So we are only going to keep growing. So next year, our graduation is going to be same church. But this time, we're going to use the main sanctuary as opposed to just like the, the activity center. So okay. it will just be even better. Better and better. Okay. Wow. Okay. So (laughs) how, what's your capacity at your center? So my capacity at any given time is 29 kids. Okay. We do the, uh, the scheduling where we have the AM and PM and two days and three days and five days and all that, all that good stuff. So I'm up to, it fluctuates because I am military based town. So it, it fluctuates, um, slightly, but I think last count, I just signed up two more yesterday, actually. So I'm at about 90, 90 or 94, some, somewhere in, in there. So yeah, it's yeah, good. it's good. So we're awesome. pretty much just about at, at capacity and, and 
and some in some other classes. So that's awesome. Okay, so you're on your what your third year now, or your your third, third year? Okay, third okay. Year. So your first year, how many kids did you have around average for the year? Um, first year, I believe altogether, I was up to like between 48, 56, somewhere right in there, high 40s, low 50s. Okay. Um, and then, of course, COVID hit. So we we were, we had just gotten off for spring break. And then um, some of the kids just decided that that was going to be it for them. And then some of them continued with us for um, the online to finish up the school year. And so, but yeah, we were about right around 48 and that was my goal, um, 48 kids. So we were right around there, 48, 50 something. Okay. And then your second year, you went back to in-person. Yes. And how many did you have then? Yeah. So last year um, we were, it's hard to keep, it's hard to keep them all straight, but um, we're definitely more full this year because I have, I've hired a, a third teacher. So now I'm up to three plus an aide, a teacher's aide. Um, nice. they're, yeah, they're all amazing, dedicated ladies. So I have a, a really good team. So last year, I want to say we were, we were in, in the seventies, in the seventies last okay. year. And now you're in the nineties. Nineties. At one point I was up to a hundred. Exactly. Nice. So yeah. Awesome. How do you keep growing your enrollment? I know in the beginning, a lot of us use Facebook when we're first starting out in our homes. Is that what you do in a center too? Well, actually I've been blessed this year. I didn't do one ad. I didn't do any advertising this year aside from um, word of mouth. Yes. There's, There's military Facebook pages here locally and so a lot of my families find me through the military wives and through that Facebook page, a lot of referrals and word of mouth. Other than that, I, I hadn't reached the point. I was full in March. I was pretty much full. I think one of my PM, the five day PM class was still like halfway there. But by March, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm full. I need more space. <laughs> I need more space. So, but I mean, it, it's worked out. And yeah, this year, I haven't, if I do get to the point where I'm like, okay, I need to start getting the word out there. I would pretty much boost posts. Um, that I put on my Facebook page for the, for the preschool. I boost those cause those get a, a lot of engagement. Um, and then that's, that's pretty much has been my bread and butter is boosting the and running ads through Facebook. And, um, so that's, what's worked for me anyway. Awesome. And then the word of mouth is, is big. And that's so cool that you don't even need to do that anymore for right yeah. now. That's such a blessing. Amazing. So uh, let's see. I mean, wow, you're rocking and rolling. You have been for a while now. What yeah. What do you think has um, been the biggest change or maybe lesson you've learned in since you've opened in these past three years? Now that you're totally full, what do you think is the biggest thing you've learned? Um, gosh. I think the the biggest thing, which I don't know if it's something that I've learned, I, I've kind of known it all along, just because my my past career was in education. I was in the public school system for 15 years. Um, and so I kind of wore all the different hats that I've been wearing these last three years, as far as uh, teacher, um, administrator, coach, like I've worn all of the hats. So that's really helped me here. 
So I would say the biggest thing that has probably maybe just been reinforced because I kind of already knew it because of my experience is that um, parent communication, connection, and really showing parents that your kids are in a safe, loving environment. And also the emphasis that we put on hands-on, fun, social development, um, more, more so the, um, the, that socializing side of it, especially coming out of COVID mm-hmm. big thing for parents. And so I, t- I tell them and my tours, parents know what they're getting. And 99% of the time, 99.9% of the time they, they sign up. If they've come in for a tour, they've pretty much already made up their mind. Um, and they know, I tell them, you know what, we do have a workbook. They do have an interactive composition book that they work out of. And we do have a curriculum. We use the, the get set for school, the learning without tears, but the majority of the time, the kids are doing hands-on fun, interactive vocabulary building activities. And so that, I think that's been a big part, but it, it's the parents. You, you keep the parents happy. They're going to, they're going to love you and, and keep coming. And of course we take very good care of the kiddos and they're in a great environment. And so that just kind of compounds everything is just a recipe for success, really. Awesome. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I mean, the parents are, you got to convince the parents. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Awesome. Yes, they, they want what's best for their, I mean, it's their, of course. Yeah. So you know, it's the most important thing in their lives. And so when they see how important their kids are to you as well, then, you know, it kind of warms the heart and it's like, yes, this is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. since you were finally able to do field trips this year, how did you do them? Did you have, because you have a only, do you only have a half day program? You don't have any full day kids or do you have do full day have, kids too? I, so I do have a kinder co-op. So okay. the kids are with us like a kinder class. So they're here from eight to two thirty Monday. Okay. So okay. And did they go on the same field trip as the pre-K kids? Yeah. So the, the field trip that I've done, we've only done one this year and we went out to, it's called Pfeiffer's arena and it's like a boarding stall, um, horseback riding facility. And so the kids it's, it's outdoors. It's big enough to host hundreds of people. So we had about, we had about a hundred kids and over a hundred parents. So it was like, wow. Yeah. I was like over 200 people. They all wore their little spirit shirt and they got to ride ponies, do a tractor ride. If you go to my Facebook page, maybe we can link that post. You'll be able to see everything, all the fun things that the kids did. And that's so that space was enough where I could just say, OK, everybody, we, and we do our family style field trips. So parents transported their kiddos and they all had a blast and they, they just love that experience of being able to be with their child you know, during school time and have fun and, and, you know, be able to witness the fun that they're, that they're having. And then again, being a military town, these parents really make friendships and I have some that are no longer with us. Their kids have moved on to first grade and the parents are still friends. They're still in contact. So that's really nice being able to help build those relationships outside of school and that, you know, that little safety net that they might not have where, you know, their families live out of state or out of the country, even sometimes mm. to build those bonds. 
Definitely. Yeah, I can imagine. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What about your staff? You said you have a great staff and you're very happy with that. How do you, what's your best piece of advice? I'm I'm looking for some advice here. I just heard, (laughs) you know, I I only have one person, but in general, how to keep staff happy and positive and, you know, the big family that we all want when we hire a staff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, actually, it's been very like, um, I don't know if you want to say coincidental or I've just been lucky or blessed, but um, all my staff, I haven't had to seek them over, over the summer. Um, right before we started summer camp, I did. I finally, I was like, I got to get somebody and nobody had reached out. So I did do like a Facebook ad and we had about, we had about like eight um, interviews, but it's funny because the one lady that had reached out to me since last year the day we were going to hold the interviews, she just so happened out of the blue to call me to see, are you, you know, are you still hiring? Cause I had called her earlier in the summer to say, Hey, I need somebody. And she was like, Oh no, I'm not available. And so it just didn't work out. So before school started, she just happened to call me and say, Hey, you know what? I am available after all. So all the interviews we did from the Facebook, cause it's not, I'm going to tell you, it's not that great of a pool. Mm-hmm she ended up getting that position. So really in the end, I didn't even need to do the the Facebook ad and all the interviews. So my very first teacher that I hired since day one, she's been with me since three years ago. Um, she worked, I have a daycare right next door and she was working there. So she would see us like preparing and they're like, what's going on over there? So she reached out to me and said, Hey, are you hiring? Do you, do you need any help? And so, and she's amazing, dedicated, very warm person. And then um, my second teacher that I hired, she joined us in November of our first year. So just a couple months into the school year, I was at a local park, uh, Marty Robbins City Park here at, um, in El Paso, right down the street from here, doing I had, just promoting the school. So I set up a booth and I had my banners and everything. And she came by with her grandson and just attending the event and said, hey, are you hiring? Because her background, they moved from Phoenix and she's actually an early child educator. She worked with her region service center in Phoenix. And so she's amazing. And then um, my third teacher that I hired had reached out to me since last year as well. But I told her that, um, you know, I, I wasn't hiring at the time. So when I reached out to her, she was like, yes, I'm still available. So all these people that I've gotten, they've sought me out, which is like, it's a really a blessing because then I know like they really, their heart is in it. They really do want to be here. And then um, the aid, the last person that I hired right before school started was our aide. And oh, I can't wait till I get more classrooms because she, she already has a spot. She has a classroom. She's just an amazing, amazing lady. So I, I've just been blessed um, with the staff that I hired. And as far as keeping them happy, I'm just, I just try to always be very positive with them, provide any training that they need, any materials that they need. I bend over backwards to make sure that they have what they need because I want to make sure that they're supported. Um, And then I'm also, I just try to be as generous as I can, take good care of them. Um, They all got a raise this year and I do salary based. So they know even in the summer, they know what their paycheck is going to be. So I, I just, I really try and take care of their needs um, that way. And then I know 
from, I know Joy used to do when she had her, her preschool, she used to give them like a stipend every month for materials. So mm -hmm. perfectly because our first year they would be texting me, Hey, I need this. I need that. I need this. I need that. Like just little things like corn kernels or whatever for an art project. And so this year, what I do is I give them each $50 every month and they just keep their receipts and turn it into me. But this way they feel like they can plan things and they're not waiting on me to go out and buy it. And I'm not tied down and trying and running around to the stores. And so it's just um, developing systems that work, being flexible and understanding and know, you know, they're humans too. They have lives too. So as much as I can support them and listen to their needs, um, be generous. And that again, that's just the recipe for having a successful team. Like just, mm -hmm want to be treated as if I was the teacher and what would I need from my administrator or director? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I, I totally understand that. I've, di I've done the recently implemented the $50. Yeah. Yeah. It's made, it's made things a lot easier, a lot easier. And it's interesting. You say that about people coming to you because my, you know, I hired someone and it didn't work out and I was really stressed about hiring the next person. And I was going through, I had like 60 applicants from Indeed and like, I was just not, you know, some of them I was starring and I was responding to and a lot of them I didn't even get a response back. And a lot of them I was like, oh, I guess I'll, you know, interview, but it doesn't, you know. And then the person I ended up hiring, she was the only one that called me and was like, I put in, you know, I, I replied and I just I wanted to let you know I was really interested. And I and like started spouting all this information about my business that made me realize, oh, she's done the research about, you know. And then, you know, she, she, she kept getting back to me and I was like, wow, she really wants to work here. And it worked out great. And I was like, that's a huge, now I will look for that. You know, like I want to make sure that they've done their research, that they know what they're applying to that. I think that's a huge, a huge thing. Cause the first person I interviewed, it should have been a red flag. The first person I hired did not do that. <laughs> and it kind of was like, I asked him, so what do you know about us? And she's like, oh, I she didn't really know anything. <laughs> and I, that should have been a red flag. You know, this person came prepared and they really, they, they knew why they wanted to work here just yep. when I interviewed them the first time. And that was a really good look. Yep. You live and you learn. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. So let's see what, what are your next, I mean, you've been, you're full, you're open three years yep. now. What are your next steps? Would you say? Yeah, uh, we're rocking and rolling. As a matter of fact, we do toddler time on Saturdays. So from 9.30 to 11.30, I have some twos. Uh, a couple of them have like just turning three. But uh, these guys are really good because as they either turn three or get potty trained and we see their maturity level, like there's some where like they're ready for the pre-K class. They just need to get the potty training down. And so that's really worked for us because, and we did that because of COVID um, our second year. Last year was our first year doing toddler time on Saturdays. And uh, that really just helps them to get their feet wet and gets the parents used to us as well, because like half of them transfer into the pre-K classes throughout the year. So that also helps to add to our numbers as well. And it's great already pretty much trained on how we do it yeah yeah so they do they do really how long is your toddler time class it's 9 30 to 11 30 okay so two hours on saturdays and then they're invited so those little toddlers instead of having class last week they went to they were invited to our field trip because they are part of the steam family so they got to come on the field trip too so they get to experience all the fun stuff that the pre-k kids do and then that also kind of draws the parents in like oh i want them in, in the pre-k oh yeah 
Yeah, so that's how we do that. So we just finished our class at 1130 today. And so we're, I'm looking at a couple of buildings, a couple of places. I have some options. I'm just trying to see, take my time and see what is going to work out. So one of the places I'm friends with a, an all-star cheer team gym owner. And so he has a gym right now, but he's looking for more space as well. So he's looking at another place. So I've kind of looked at both with him because he's he'd really like to team up with me because his gym is open after school and my school is open during school. So it, it's the perfect um, match. Yeah. To work together. So today, as a matter of fact, I took my two, two of my teachers that were here today because we, we alternate on Saturdays, So we don't work every Saturday. So we actually drove down there after school so they can go and see it and take a look at the, the building. And it's, it's really, really nice. We just, we're kind of in limbo because there's another place. It's like a, it's kind of like a duplex, but it's zoned more in a commercial area. And so it's, it is really, really cute. It's already painted red, like a schoolhouse. It has the little white border trim. So when I drove up, when I found it like two months ago, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a school. <laughs> so the only problem is that only a third of the building is available for lease for the next two months. So I could move into there. And then after two months, um, well, because of me, she decided to not renew for the other people that are living there. They're not running a business or anything. They're just kind of living there. I think they used to run a business and then don't anymore. So she's wanting to, for me to go ahead and have the, the whole building. I'd like to buy it, but she's not ready to sell. So it's just a lot of responsibility, though, having, you know, you're having to pay the lease and all the utilities and, and all of that stuff. So my husband is my devil's advocate. He's like, well, you know, are you going to take on this whole building? And then you, what if you don't fill up and this and that? So I'm kind I have options, which is great. I'm just waiting on. I, I've been very blessed through this whole process with all my supports and team in place. As far even just like my my mom, my husband, my everybody that has just helped to make this preschool the success that it is. And mostly God has like just things like miraculous things have happened, um, even just down to the employees that have that I have found or they found me. I think he just put them in my path. So I'm I'm very um strong in my faith that whatever is meant to be as far as the new building. I've learned to just be patient and still take steps, still keep moving forward, but not force things to happen. And so far, that's that's been a plus that's worked out. So so there's options. We'll have steam preschool too, hopefully very soon before the end of the school year. But um, I, I just I can't be more thrilled to have what I have right now. And then it'll only get better. So mm-hmm. uh, where it is patience. I'm trying to be patient. Yeah, absolutely. So you're looking at um, getting a second building, not moving. You would, it would be a whole nother. Okay. So you would have two locations. Okay. So year four, possibly that would be two locations and how, what would be the capacity for that building? Oh, that other building, I could probably easily put four classrooms in there. So the capacity, I'm thinking like this one is 29. So probably over there, it's probably about, I would say 70. Wow. Five. Yeah. And then the way that we do our business, our scheduling, yes, it's 70, but I could have 300. Double that, right? Yeah. You know, so yeah. So there's just so much possibility with this business model. 
and um, and seeing. I'm excited. I'm I'm hoping it's just been it's been crazy. Like when I first got into preschool all stars and getting everything going, I was like just a green brand new baby, just trying to you know, was just excited about getting everything done. And so I I um, I'm so grateful that I was able to record everything, document everything, post and share with the group. And like this whole last year, I think since COVID hit, it's like everything has just compounded and Facebook and the group and everything has kind of taken a backseat for me just because I can't do it all. And then managing Mm -hmm. staff has grown. So it's just crazy. But I'm hoping, depending on, you know, how things play out with the second location, I'd really love to document that process again. Um, not only for myself, but so that way people can see like the journey life again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hopefully I can, I can do that. And, and it's exciting and see if we can get the, the new place. And then this way you all can see the before and the after as well again. And yeah, and, uh, I would life. love that. I would love to <laughs> witness that because that's my next step is getting like a schoolhouse and expanding. And yeah. it, that's like a really scary step. You know, I have that also in the back of my mind. Like, what if you don't fill it? What if you, what if, what if, what if, what if? So many what ifs. So much responsibility. And then, you know, I'm working out of my house right now. Then I'm not working out of my house. And I really like working out of my house. (laughs) I really like that. Yeah. So that's taking on such a huge different role that, I mean, if I want to expand, that's my only other option. I'm only in my garage right now. But do I want to take that on now? Do I want to wait a little bit? It's, it's scary, but also like, I know now knowing everything I know and knowing that I have the support of joy and the all-stars and, you know, just watching people's journey, like you, like, I feel like the support is there to make it happen. It's just whether I'm ready to take that step and push past all the fears and all that, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think for me, um, I think, Filling the school, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a little bit daunting and a little bit scary, but I I think that what's the old like that movie? If you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel especially now that I've had this place and it's like packed. Like our summer camp was packed. We had thirty kids. We were actually over capacity, and I don't think we ever really had a day that we had a hundred percent attendance, so it was fine. But I mean, we were packed. We had rotating classrooms and stations during the summer. And so I know those summers are just going to continue to grow. And so I know the demand is there. And especially if I actually advertise (laughs) more people. Right. Yeah. You have all this without even advertising. Yeah. So it's more just that responsibility of, um, you know, staff, because when you have to rely on people, Mm -hmm. that can get a little dicey, too. So yeah this all those moving parts that you really have to streamline it and have a process uh as a matter of fact my um my preschool website i have a whole parent section now that has everything all together so our newsletter our handbook calendar um we do i do um parent meetings i know joy used to have parent meetings as well so that's where i got that from so we had our first parent meeting in um August September we had our first one last month I had a guest speaker one of my good friends from region 19 so he came in and he did a whole social emotional lesson and all this stuff so I have his presentation posted in there for the parent resources so 
just that's what I mean about streamlining. So now my parents can go I, and I, I'll send them the link in our app we use Brightwell. So send that and they can go and see September's newsletter, October's newsletter. They can see um, the resources that I've shared from like CDC as far as the like the, the milestones, like two year milestones. I have all those PDFs in there for them. Um, every, yeah, I just have, I love this. I also use Brightwheel and yeah. I want to steal all of this idea. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go to steampreschool.com, okay, parents, yep, see everything, see everything. Perfect. Every time I do a field trip, I do an RSVP, a Google Doc RSVP. That's there. You can click on that and check out. Of course, it's going to be the last field trip from Pfeiffer's, but you can go and see how I set up like all my pages and everything. I also have a staff. It's not a portal. It's really just their page. So it's steampreschool.com slash staff. And that I have all their math resources, reading links, YouTube videos, inspirational videos, like just all their assessment things, everything, everything that the staff I'm starting to put it there because in the past, it's like, oh yeah, let me share this file guys. And here's this and here's mm, that. Right. Now everything's at there. So it's really just me trying to put things into their hands. Especially yeah. growing, I can't be, you know, spoon feeding this staff member and this one for this and this one for that. And so everything is there. So again, it's just a matter of training them. Look, this is where you go. This is what you click on and, and all that kind of thing. And so it's, yeah, just streamlining things. And it just gets better and better. And as I get things off of my plate, and but we grow more stuff comes. Yeah. Right? Yes. You gotta keep balancing that out because there's no way. That's what I need. I need streamlined. That's what yes. I need. <laughs> yeah. Because I do something, I feel like I put a lot of work into it. And then like the next year, I feel like because I'm not organized enough to streamline it and put it all in one spot, then I'm stressing about the same thing a year later. And I'm like, oh, I should have. I should have fixed this better so I could just find it easier or whatever. Do you, for your staff, do you give them curriculum or do they, do they come up with their own? So we do, I, I did purchase the learning without tears that get set for school. Oh, right. So, okay. That, so that's like their core curriculum, but of course they'll get on Pinterest and, and teachers pay teachers. And again, being generous, anything that they need within reason, I'm not going to spend mm-hmm. dollars on teachers. Yeah. Teachers. Yeah. But they'll be like, hey, can I get this? Can I get that? You know, the little things off of Teacher P Teacher. And so we've built up a library with all of those resources as well. Wow. So, yeah. So it's just the it's the learning without tears. And then we just have a whole bunch of other things that they've found and pieced together and added to. Because, um, of course, no curriculum is all encompassing. You, you do mm-hmm. have to you know, pull from different areas and, and just keep adding to what you do every year and adjusting and improving it. Yeah. Wow. You got it together, girl. One day, (laughs) one day I want to be like Rita. (laughs) So let's see, speaking of Rita, what would you say is the biggest change in yourself from you starting this journey to three years later to now looking ahead? And what would you say is the biggest inward change for your, for yourself? Um, I think the biggest thing has just been, um, just seeing my growth in my faith and just being more aware of things that are happening to me that, I mean, after a while, it's how many coincidences until it's not a coincidence. Mm -hmm. So just trusting in myself and my capabilities and the gifts that I was born with 
and trusting that God is watching over me. He's He's got me, and and being able to just sit back and and you know enjoy. Like some days, I'll just come in to the room because I'm not in here. Here in in the classroom, when the kids are here, they have the routine down. So sometimes when I come in, it's like Grandma just showed up and I disturb everything. Yeah. <laughs> There's those days where I can come in and just sit and just be with the kids and enjoy seeing them learn and enjoy them being at the school that I built for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say just that biggest, the biggest thing throughout this process is that just becoming more aware of, of what I've been blessed with um, externally and both internally with my gifts and just being able to, to take it just to take it all in and, and yeah, cause it, it's, it's scary. Sometimes, sometimes I look back and I'm like, how did I do all of it? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I know. I feel that way too. And I'm only in my garage. It was cute. I was talking to my mom the other day and she's like, you know what? Your father is just so proud of you. Every day I hear him talking to someone, my daughter just decided to quit her job and build a preschool. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, dad, that's cute. He's proud of me. And then she's like, you need to be proud of yourself too. And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> and you forget that, you know, you do, you've started from nothing and you've built this awesome thing. And you know, you're thinking of expanding and all these families that you're helping and all these children that you've, you know, that you've been able to help in just a short amount of time. And you've done that all, you know, I mean, not you haven't done it all yourself, but you decided to create that with the help of everyone around you. And it's a huge thing. It's a, it's a, you know, it's, you got to be proud of yourself and give yourself yeah. the, the kudos for, for doing it. A lot of times we're our own worst critic mm-hmm. and ourselves credit for everything we've done. And so, you know, I, I always want to get better and improve and make things better, you know, but I have to also step back and say, you know, other programs are nowhere near what mm-hmm. I do. There's some out there that are good, but there's a lot out there that their standard is not where where I'm at. And, and here I am still wanting to improve and get better. And better. So mm-hmm. just that professional, clean and positive work environment and place for kids to come is always my goal. And so, yeah, so I have to stop and smell the roses. <laughs> yeah. 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 Give yourself that high five. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, well, and, and, you know, I think the other part too is um, the number, actually the number one thing I would say is just seeing myself as an entrepreneur, as a business person, because, and when, when I went to the, summit with uh, joy the summit uh before i had even opened up the preschool that was my it was like my block it was my kryptonite because i had always had that entrepreneurial spirit and you know to start a business i just was doing things that was not in my gifting and now that i have i was able to turn education into a business like mm-hmm. i can do it and mm-hmm. so that was like the biggest block and I forget about that because I I have been doing the business for three years you know if you would have asked me that three years ago like are you a business person or business owner I was like I would run for the hills because it freaked me out I didn't didn't, I just felt like I I could not Rita could not be successful in business Mm -hmm. and 
uh, I did it. So <laughs> Exactly. I'm right there with you. If you would have asked me two years ago, if I would ever own my own business, I would have been like, no, no, there's no way I could do that. Yeah. And I'm just kind of going along and I'm running a business and it's working and it's yeah. working out and doing it and I'm learning as I go. And yeah. Awesome. Well, I can't wait when you do get that second place. Definitely. Keep us updated on the page because I will be following closely because I want to see how you do it. I want to see everything. And I'm going to check out your website to get some ideas for for my definitely parent engagement. I would love to get more more into that and all that. So thank you so much for your advice and your help and good luck in getting your second building. So exciting. Thank you so much. It's good to be able to reconnect in some way, shape or form with the group. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. We'll be, we'll be looking out for your next step. Awesome. If you love today's episode, then you are going to love this. I want to give you a free gift in your hands. This is a copy of my book, Start Your Preschool, and I want to get it to you for free. Yes, I said for free. It is a 300-page book. It'll help you learn the step-by-step process to actually starting your local or your online preschool. Every single step that I walked myself through, as well as the thousands of women who've created their own successful preschools have gone through the exact steps listed in this book. Not to mention, I also share 20 amazing women's stories. So as you can see how not only did it work for me, but it works for amazing women just like you as well. I want to get you this free copy. Just go to freepreschoolbook.com or click the link in the description and we'll get it to you today. Again, just go to freepreschoolbook.com and we'll get it right to you.